0: That's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and His voice, like an electric shock, I was. Jesus, the Jesus, percent, Jesus,
1: Jesus.
2: Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wilde. I want to know what white girl we're recording for today.
1: Too bad. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast. I prefer
2: a news and politics
1: podcast. You can have it either way.
2: I mean, you know,
0: it's six of one, half dozen of another.
1: Yeah, it's all of the things. That was Olivia Hydar. Hey, hello. How's it going? Uh, Do I say your name right? Yeah, Hydar. Okay. Yeah. I, always, I feel like I yeah, ask so close. I feel like I ask every time and forget every I, time. You know what? I'm fine with it. You and Dave Weigel are <laughs> oh, the yeah. two names where I'm like, am I getting this name right this time? I mean I'm in good company there. Yes. Hey
2: Olivia, uh what is the football team in Atlanta?
1: Uh <laughs> I almost said the Saints, but that's New
0: Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> uh the
1: Atlanta Falcons? Is that right? Falcons. Notice how she pronounced it correctly. Falcons. It's Falcons. It is not Falcons. Why would you even bring that up, Chet? Because we know it has no You asked
2: th- if you said their name right. So I, I said Falcons. There's no mystery Who's, as to how the word Falcon is it's pro- pronounced Who's Falcons? The Atlanta football team, the professional. Are you from football? Georgia? No.
1: Okay, well then Hey <laughs> Hey, what does F A L L spell? Fal <laughs> No, you know what it spells. Fall. foul. F-A-L-L. Okay, I see What's, the problem here. What season <laughs> yeah. comes after summer? <laughs> Fall. Autumn. Almost. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. What else do we call autumn? Uh, Halloween. Okay, so. Halloween? Welcome to Good Luck Just America, Just bring Olivia everybody. up to speak on what this podcast is. Yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah. I would love to know. me trying to deliver politics news and Chet wanting to talk for 45 minutes about how he pronounces Words that start with a consonant and then a L differently than most people. Hey, I read a book. <laughs> Sounds great. No, in this case, you didn't <laughs> read a book and you need to read a book. I don't know that the reading the book would actually help. I think an audiobook would actually yeah. be more helpful.
2: I can't. Pay. I can't. An audio I
1: understand. Book is- I understand. We've, we've talked about this. An audiobook but- about balconies, which he pronounces balcony.
2: You don't. Balcony. <laughs> oh, my God. Why is. What is. Because <laughs> we're in America. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know! We have rules to how we (laughs) talk here, mister.
2: Fucking couple Trump supporters over here trying to tell me how to live my life. Hey,
1: if that's what it takes to get you
2: to start pronouncing balcony correctly... Then make America good again. (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of... (laughs) Speaking of controversial... Uh, controversy, potential decisions uh, that maybe would be good, uh, but we don't necessarily want to come from Trump. Uh, that gets to today's episode. See, I tied it all oh, in. Wow, wow! What
1: an effortless segue. Yeah, that was a great segue. <laughs> this segue brought to you by Segway. Segway. When you need a Segway, Segway. All right. Oh man. I yeah. wish. I wish this was sponsored by I wish Segway. Man, yeah. was yeah. here,
2: he does this awesome fucking all these. Oh no, Blank I've, s- I've yeah. seen
1: him uh, host a roller derby oh, match yeah. And one of his commercials was Glade Plugins <laughs> The smell of your house burning down while you're at work <laughs> Glade Plugins My favorite yeah, Bla- <laughs> If we're talking about blink a patch
0: commercials right now yeah. <laughs> My favorite is Brown Julius <laughs> I think about that a lot <laughs>
1: Oh, when uh, at that that same roller derby match, he was like he wasn't even doing an ad. He just at one point during the match goes, we're coming to you tonight from Filipino town site of the JFK assassination. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, oh, That's man. Great. You uh. don't know a blank is. Start following him on Twitter. Yeah, he is he's worth it. Go really see great. him live. Like, any video you watch is not as good as... He's the only reason why
0: the 280 character count on Twitter is good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Blaine Kapatch is the best.
1: Anyway, we're talking about social media.
0: Hey, all right. That it's, is a segue. That
1: is a segue. I mean, my thing was a segue, too. Whether no, I mean, it made yeah. the show or
2: not, I don't know. But yeah. I had
1: a great segue. It didn't make the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're talking about social media and the Trump administration's impending war on social media. This is a thing I feel like we're going to be hearing about a whole lot. Yeah.
2: Well, Trump's war on media, and then a sub bullet of that is right. social media, right? Trump's war on everything. Trump's war,
1: yeah. Trump's <laughs> war. Trump's war on free thought, yeah. Basically,
2: hey, three thousand people did not die in that fucking hurricane.
1: <sighs> Here's the thing. He's technically right about that because there are more than 3,000 people who did not die. <laughs> But there are also more than 3,000 people who did die. So
0: I mean, if their argument for shutting down social media is Trump's social media page, then I get it.
2: Yeah, exactly. That is understandable. Did you see his hurricane statement where like, he just had a staffer basically hold his cell phone and recorded like a one-take video, no editing? That's just insane where he's like, The hurricane's coming. It's going to be very wet. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. But we are well prepared. That said, sometimes bad things happen. Like oh, that's, my that's God. That's almost verbatim what it is. It's insane. It's insane. And that's why we shouldn't have social media. Like, if you're in North Carolina, you kind of want to be like, hey, at least my president is, like, saying, don't worry. We got you covered with FEMA. But also the same guy's like, A-plus in Puerto Rico, and only eight people died.
0: What do you, yeah. think, what do you think he's going to say when there's a giant earthquake in L.A.? And oh man! Good.
2: <laughs> probably gonna say God it will, cleansing. It
0: will uh, be like ju- it will be hard to hide the jubilance. Yeah, I feel like how
2: many? Well, they'll
1: blame, if there's any sort of slow response, he'll just blame it on, on illegal immigration. The government and, and of the government California, in
2: California, yeah. Or uh, also, how many people are gonna say like it's God's God's word? I mean, with all those illegals, that'll I mean, definitely be
0: the subtext leading into text. Yeah. It's, I feel like from Trump, Trump doesn't give a shit about God.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. No. He's
0: never invoked God for his bullshit. It's all just like, well, they didn't vote for me, and so they should have seen this coming. And uh, His
2: hurricane video, he ended it. I believe he said, may God be with you. And I was just like, oh, Yeah. You know I mean? uh, but he has no morals. Anyways, no. Yeah. No. That's, that's the overarching Trumpness. <laughs> yeah. I would focus, be. Um, I,
1: I was kind of. Th- tickled the other week when Twitter was like, We'll kick Trump off if we have to. <laughs> sure. I, I do I do like that sentiment. <laughs> sure. Okay. That's like
2: uh it's like not wanting to have a kid four years after your kid's born. It's like it's a little too late to pull out now. Yeah. You should have done that yeah. before
0: for all of this. I'm curious what would be the inciting incident that would make them kick Trump off of social media if it's not
2: threatening other
0: countries (laughs) with nuclear weapons.
2: And I would actually argue (laughs) you don't kick him off because once you do that, you have now, in his user's eyes, given him the ultimate validation of every crazy thing he says because I don't, I know we're going to get into, I'm getting a little headier, but we're going to talk about like, is our social media companies anti-right? It's like, Okay, you can make that argument, but also they empowered so many extremist views. Yeah, I've got some and without about social that media, idea. <laughs> yeah. Without social media, Trump would not be president.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's 100%. But now he is, so getting rid of social media might help keep him as our president. Yeah, but not if Trump wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what's uh, what brought this all up, the reason we're doing this episode this week, is I, trigger? I found this story on Bloomberg.com, and if you listen to Unpops Every Day, which is our daily uh, version of the Unpopular Opinion podcast, you would have heard us talk about this a little bit on one of the episodes this week, but Bloomberg is, for starters, killing it right now in terms of getting news out to people a little earlier than everyone else. And I certainly respect that.
2: Are they uh, aligned uh, politically, given they're owned by Bloomberg? I
0: mean, they're a financial site, so I'm going to assume they lean right. Okay. Yeah.
1: But uh, they had a really good article about the coup in Venezuela that we took part in. Yeah. Even though we've been pretending we have nothing to do with what's happening in Venezuela. And now they were the first people I've seen report on this – Jeff Sessions is meeting with the Attorneys General, and man do I hate having to say it that way. Oh, but that's the way it's... I know, but I really (laughs) want to say Attorney Generals. Well, but that doesn't... Okay. I want to say it it, it that way! It's Attorneys General. I don't know why There's multiple Attorneys, not multiple Generals. (laughs) Attorney Falcon Generals. (laughs) On the balcony. Of five different states (laughs) later this month. The gist of the meetings is that he'll be hearing arguments for why the government should file antitrust lawsuits against sites like Google, Facebook, and Twitter. And all of the attorneys general in question are from very conservative states, Alabama, Nebraska, Tennessee, Louisiana, and Texas. And their argument is that social media sites suppress conservative viewpoints. It's
0: just so stupid.
1: If they suppress conservative viewpoints, then why
0: do I see so many fucking conservative viewpoints? They amplify in extremist my
2: viewpoints regardless of where that is on the spectrum. Right. It, they were the way algorithms it's just ones and zeros. There's no evil person sitting there at Facebook. I mean, you can make arguments for Zuckerberg, but Yeah. Yeah. And the way algorithms no are same. designed <laughs> to they're designed to keep people on Facebook as long as possible. They don't want you to leave the platform. And people respond to Things that bring up positive emotions, like cute puppies, and things that bring up negative emotions. Especially when they're gaslit of like, what's this crazy fucking thing? Right. And people watch it, and people engage with it. And that's why you get, and then the algorithm's like, oh, they don't view it as bad or good. This is the thing this person sees. This is what they engage with. most. So they give you more and Mm -hmm. more and more of that. Um, And that tends to be crazy conservative shit. Yeah. Sure. Even if you're liberal, because you're hate watching.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my question would be, if social media is so slanted to be against conservatives, how did it help Trump win the election? Yeah. Why are there so many Nazis on there? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and now what's happening is to counterbalance the kind of unintended consequences of these algorithms, you need a human component. And right. the logical human component is real, is getting rid of some of the extremist things that I really, I think we can all agree, toxic Yeah. for yeah. functional society. Uh, what's that fucking Alex Jones fuck? Yeah. Uh, Alex Jones. Alex uh, Jones that is Alex his Jones name. Alex Jones fuck. Uh, it is. What, aside from, I know you can make Alex, an argument for Alex like. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Uh, yes. Alex Jones. <laughs> uh, however you want to say it. Uh no, if there's a B in front of his name, then it would be Bollocks, but bollocks Jones. Yeah, so it's Follocks <laughs> Jones. So, see, the tables have turned. I'm being serious. You're trying to do things. Uh, so here, why? Well, your thing is that the government might actually hire him to like put out some legitimate conspiracies, right? That the government behind Jones? Yes.
1: No, I think I think he works for the government to discredit people who might actually uncover things. Oh, because there are about.
2: some credible conspiracies, but then as soon as Alex Jones ties his name to it, you're like, oh, crazy yeah. town. Yeah, And he might be Bill Hicks. Might you be. That. Yeah, that's possible. So, he's not providing any real value, any inherently good value no? to anybody, other than to advertisers when he's I would argue most pills.
1: social media users are not. I think his brain
0: pill companies that he sponsors finds him beneficial. Yeah.
2: <laughs> when well, he's popping those pills, and he's like... I take him and look at me, and I'm like, "That's the I'm worst tomato red. <laughs> it's great.
1: He's still making a ton off those supplements, by the way. Of course, he. So is. you can
2: make the argument he- that no, almost no social media is good, but the level of toxicity that he provides. If you're like, I'm gonna start by by scraping the scum off the top. He's the scum.
0: But I think it's also important that. People have been wanting Alex Jones to be kicked off of social media for a long time because he's been harassing uh, the parents of dead children for years. And it it took him yelling at the CEO of Twitter or one of the, yeah. you know, uh, Jack Dorsey in order to actually get him off. Like, they don't care about the toxicity that he brings to their platform or whatever. They just care about... Well, they like
2: that because it brings...
0: Yeah, they just care about, like... Oh well, this guy affected me personally, and so I'm gonna kick this guy off.
2: And the the reasons that he was kicked off iTunes and Facebook and Twitter, they're all valid in terms of those long terms of service agreements. Yeah. Who, like if he if he just said a bad thing about the Twitter CEO, but he wasn't a fucking denier of school shootings and various things. Yeah. There would I could if he wasn't a terrible person. Him, I, I might think you even. I
1: think you can deny school shootings also and get away with it i think he was just harassing people he was definitely harassing it yeah i
0: mean you can definitely you can deny it all you want but yeah. Like, well, yeah well the point
2: being is he violated terms of service like yeah if he doesn't want to be kicked off those platforms then behave within those rules you don't necessarily have to agree with them and you can make the whole argument of like well these private corporations really should be you know managed by the government or have some type of regulations but that's not the case right now.
1: right but that's the that's what they want to be the case yeah and it's not like but like they're all about
0: anti-regulation until it comes right. to this sort of thing. And it's like, well, this is a place where liberals could probably say, like, yeah, there should be some regulation of these giant media companies, but not because they're, you know, biased against conservative viewpoints or whatever, but just because they're these giant capitalist mono-
2: monopolies yeah. that are. Dominating
0: huge aspects of everyday life and right.
2: influence the collective consciousness. Yes, of, they have
0: such a massive Of Our influence.
2: society. Uh, I, did you read Zuckerberg's? I think it was a four thousand or eight thousand word essay. He no, put out definitely no, not. <laughs> not at all. So bullet points. Uh, one of the things he might like, as well have written a book. He didn't apologize, <laughs> exactly. and then I would have read it because it's on social media. Exactly. Uh, he didn't apologize for any of Facebook's past. Actions or involvement in in terms of affecting elections. Of course, but he did not, say yeah. Facebook cannot resolve this on their own and it requires working with journalists and working with other social media companies and working with the government. And he's and he said, and this is where it could kind of backfire in terms of like not wanting the government involve Facebook, is he saying like the government needs to give us access or needs to inform us about certain key players? That are, you know, bad players, I guess. Is that what they're called? Is that the right term? Bad actors. Bad actors. Uh, Because, like, we only have parts of it, too. And if we were... If journalists, like, tipped us off or government told us about certain things, like, we don't have all the pieces of the puzzle at all times. And that certainly gets pretty fucking dicey.
0: I I feel like this is the... This whole thing, the government interference is everything, and and this whole conversation is the years long fallout of their uh, Silicon Valley, uh, you know, libertarian decision to have no monitors whatsoever right. on any of their sites. If they had just had a firm moderator, you know, class or whatever, like yeah. in place from the beginning. To, or even not even from the beginning, but from when it became obvious that these places were going to blow up and become huge media entities, the responsibility is on that company and to For moderate
2: sure. that forum, like any other forum. Yeah. So, yeah. like so many other things with social media, that outcome is due to a well-intentioned decision from Silicon Valley that had dire unintended consequences. Yeah, I mean that's their <clears throat> modus operandi. In the but in the early nineties, it was. It was largely liberal people that were were in charge, uh, that were coming up with this internet thing, and they debated back and forth, like, how are we going to monitor this? And at the time, the idea was, well, if we have people monitoring these things and we kind of regulate it, that's against the principles of what we want the internet to be, this very free, yeah, open Yeah, this libertarian
0: thing. ideal. But yeah. they didn't – But that's like the better. problem with most libertarian yeah. ideals is that you need some sort of guiding force – in order to keep things from becoming exactly. Nazi infested hellholes.
1: Yeah. And yeah, there let's get let's uh finish out this yeah. article quick. At least one of the attorneys, a general, Jeff Landry from Louisiana, he's especially excited about getting the Department of Department of Justice involved Should that be A
0: small government.
1: Exactly, I know. Yeah. And this is a quote from him. Those are the kind of resources we're gonna need to break these companies up. <laughs> The problem is they've got no competition.
2: I mean – See, i would mean, like argue competition could make it even worse because then people are going to be trying to try to even be more manipulative of uh, people's behaviors. I just and feel like – I thought these
0: people are supposed to be Republicans. <laughs> I know.
2: It's just – that's where I – it's really
0: a stopping block well, for Trump's me. Well, Trump's not I'm a Republican, like, period. Well, no. I mean – well. Yeah, but he is—he is the head of the Republican Party. But it's like I get it; I understand. Like he doesn't like if, like he doesn't believe right. in anything. But like it's just like yeah, it's just that's one of those stopping points where I'm like, this is just—it's just crazy. <laughs> it
1: just—you know—it it worries me that Trump used f- social media to win an yeah. election, basically whether he did it or whether Russia did it on his behalf, whether they colluded, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And now he's coming in and going, "All right, let's let's limit this so right can't happen again." Of course, and it's like I kind of want it to happen again to you. I mean that this that time. like
0: displays his whole mentality. I mean, you know, I, I can I can see so easily in the next year or two where he's like, oh, "I just don't. We're we're doing this new war now, and I just don't think that uh, an election is a great idea, guys." I feel Exa- like yes. You know, uh, everything has gotten way – Like, did you see the interference in the last election? We need to figure that out. And he's going to flip it. i right. like,
2: <laughs> look at the liberals are saying that the election is going to be compromised, yeah. so we should wait until it's – Exactly. Right. This is like yeah, every worst nightmare. And <laughs> in terms of like uh, 72% of Americans and 85% of Republicans think it's likely social media companies intentionally censor political viewpoints, people are only like upset about that when their viewpoints are censored like – Ask those same Republicans, hey, we shut down this liberal website. Are you upset? They're going to be like, fuck no. That's great. Right. Fuck those liberals. They're right.
0: not censoring the fucking websites. They're a private company that is yeah. deciding to take – like I don't agree with, with with it all the time. But it's like there's still – this is how our country is set up to operate where we give these private companies a ton of autonomy to decide what they can and can't do. And
2: moderate, ism, uh, moderate, moderate viewpoints do not drive engagement. Or interesting dialogue. Right. Um, and I they're think, quickly hijacked by people in comment sections.
1: I think one fix that would change Facebook overnight is no outbound links. You can't post a link to something that leads away from Facebook.
2: Well, that's kind of what they already do uh, with Facebook Instant Articles. I don't know what that I, yeah, is, but I, I know I can.
1: I know I can still like. You can still post a link to something on Facebook, though, right? You can. But get that's a, also
0: like eighty percent of like Facebook posts is I know links.
1: So to companies like and one hundred percent of the problematic ones. I feel like maybe it just. It's time for Facebook to close up shop. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, let me explain how how uh, like a lot of the listicle sites, especially like the Buzzfeeds and the Vices, and um, even a lot of credible news sites. But were.
1: instant articles, like even if it's just appearing on Facebook, that's that's what I mean. There shouldn't be links to outside. So, like Facebook should be what it claimed it was when we first brought this just, up, yeah. where they were like, "We're not a news site. Fine, you're not a news site. You right. can't post news." On your site, you can't post articles I'm going to ex-
2: explain why that won't happen. Because I know, I know it's not going to happen, but because it should. Because inst- what Instant Articles does is basically allows uh, an, an article uh, to load within Facebook's platform. And then yeah, they control yeah. all the ads. And then they cut out the middleman of the ad networks. And then they give the publisher uh, a part of the revenue. And they allow that link to reach more people if Instant Articles are on. So they basically encourage... Publishers to cut off the middleman so you can make more money right now. But just like everything else, they then later are like, ah, just kidding. We, oh, we just want guys. to get rid of the middleman. I got a
0: bad feeling about this capitalism thing. Yeah. I feel like it might not be a good deal. Might be heading in a bad direction. Seems like it's encouraging a lot of really bad behavior. Hmm. I don't know. Capitalism?
2: <laughs> you
1: get cop. Get, All like, right, okay. policing. <laughs> you motherfucker. So let's talk about this Breitbart video. <coughs> I mean, it's not a Breitbart video, but they were the ones who leaked it. hmm and it's all it is is we can't watch it because it's an hour and two minutes long. It's also on Breitbart. Yeah, it's on Breitbart. We would I have hear to. no valid
2: excuses <laughs> for why we can't watch this right now. So we would
1: have to visit Breitbart. But it's it's out there all over the internet, and Breitbart released this video of Google executives. At what's called an all-hands meeting. If anyone's ever worked for a corporation of any sort, you've probably had to deal with a fucking all-hands meeting where they're like, "Be everyone has to be here yeah, for this meeting. Dick. I skipped them so regularly when I worked for Cracked. I was like, motherfucker, I'm writing That's why they dick- called them No Fingers Brown. <laughs> I'm writing dick joke articles. You want me to come listen to a bunch of fucking office workers hear about their benefits? Like, No way, man. I don't know these people. Fuck that. So I never went to the all-hands meetings, but a lot of people went to this one at Google, which was filmed the week of Trump's election, like when Trump won the presidency. This was Google's first all-hands meeting after Trump winning. And you're not going to believe this, but everybody's kind of bummed out. What? Yeah. It's like, almost as if they're sad that Trump won. I, why would they be sad? I know. That's like, crazy. Or in shock. Yeah. I think it was yeah. probably all of those things that killed poor Sharon Jones, for the love of God. <laughs> and so they they released this video, and Breitbart's take is that it just further <clears throat> proves the media suppresses conservative talking points and displays a bias against conservative viewpoints. Everyone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> felt this way after Trump yeah. won, except unless you voted for Trump. But everyone else, it wasn't a normal election oh. where people were like, oh, we'll get him in four years. Well, a lot of people. The popular vote reflected.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean,
0: this. I, for one, am shocked that Breitbart is taking something out of context in a bad way. Can you believe attempt it? Attempt to uh, influence people. Yeah. That's just
2: shocking, first of all. Blows my mind. And Second of all, you really? yeah, like... guys don't know what Breitbart is? They. <laughs> <laughs> they... Jokes, They're... chat. I don't understand. Uh, Jokes.
0: But yeah, like. <laughs> Of course, like is anyone who reads Bre- Breitbart really surprised that a bunch of Google executives and people were upset that Trump
2: won? Right? No, it just like, keeps their narrative. <laughs> they
0: just—it's like I mean I don't even know where Google headquarters are, but like it's got to be what in San Francisco or something. Is it Mountain mm-hmm? Valley? Mountain Valley? Is it Mountain? Yeah. View? So okay, a bunch of a bunch of California liberals right. are upset that Trump won. Shocker!
1: News at eight. Yeah, and a couple of the people speaking in that video, Google CEO Sundar Pichai and co-founder Sergey Brin, both immigrants, and Brin is a oh, refugee. Man. What, what would they have against yeah. Trump? Yeah. <laughs> Why would they have been worried in the, the weeks leading up to the election? This is just, yeah. Like, of course, people, but they also... It does
0: fit their narrative, but yeah.
1: In the video, like, right in the video, at one point, one of the speakers makes it clear that employees should be, quote, tolerant and inclusive, when it comes to fellow employees who may hold conservative or pro Trump views. Just,
0: if anything, it proves the opposite of their point that, that they they say that because right. like why why is anyone saying to the conservative employees, hey, you should chill out and be understanding of your liberal right. co workers who may be upset by what by this racist <laughs> fear monger getting elected.
1: And at no point in the video is it suggested that they should Like suppress conservative views, of course not, or anything along those lines. But it's just because
0: they probably knew that it was being recorded. Yeah, like (laughs) they probably recorded it themselves. I mean, Jesus, if they if they were gonna have like a meeting to like decide to suppress conservative thought, it's not gonna be with every fucking person in the company, right?
1: That is not how conspiracies work. It's those things happen behind closed doors. But I
0: mean, that's the concern, like. I honestly don't understand what the conservative, like, agenda is anymore. It just doesn't make any sense. It's just hate and whatever the opposite of what the other guy says. Right. Yeah.
2: It's that idea of, like, if we get rid of liberals, we'll be happy. It's kind of like in comedy. like, if I just book this one thing, I'll be happy and complete. And then you finally get it. And you're like, well, fucking now what? That wasn't it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just nuts.
1: If I just get fastball
2: to play my living room, I'll never want anything again.
1: You know what? True. True. Never wanted anything. True. Chet's Chet's had a hard time finding purpose in life since Since Fastball fastball played played his living room.
0: I mean, I get it. Did they play Out of My Head? Yeah, of course. Of Of course. course. (laughs) They only
1: have the two songs. What?
2: Why would you say this (laughs) on the one-year anniversary of the greatest living room concert of all time?
0: Did they play the other one? (laughs) Walk away. (laughs) <laughs> all right, so Chet just left
1: the room. Answer Olivia's question. Did they play the other they one? They
2: played all the songs. Oh. If you say all two, so help me God, Adam. So help me fucking well, God. Well, they, played a, they, they, got, played, like, a they played a cover of Little Red, red song, Corvette, too. Oh,
0: I like Little Red Corvette. Did they play, uh, I've heard them cover. Uh,
2: Did they play
1: Jerk You Off? It's all right, we're going to gonna we're gonna get into We'll get into that on, uh,
2: you can listen to The Daily on Pops Pod today, same day as this, and we'll talk about that more. We are going to go hard on Chet. Jet on the rails <laughs> wild today, trying to keep you two fucking on the rails. Good
1: luck, pal. So, there's another article. This is written by, I put it at the end for some reason, Matt Lamb of Students for Life
2: America. Anytime it's a name like that, there's no way that's a good organization. Well, it's a pro life organization. one of those things. Oh, just well, that's me not a bad, to- And he's writing for
1: USA Today and his idea is that social media should just be honest and be like yeah we don't fucking want conservative viewpoints here <laughs> my my problem with this is that i don't think that that is the case right i
0: think that they are i think that the heads of these companies are extremely conservative
2: there's <laughs> and, a difference between yeah. conservative viewpoints and just being a fucking asshole there's that also has that. no
0: accountability for his actions i mean there's not really anymore but also like right. uh I just feel like if Jack Dorsey, for instance, to take, you know, as an example, if he wanted to kick Nazis off of Twitter, then he could do that. It's illegal to have a Nazi uh, Twitter profile in Germany. Right. They already have the programs to remove these people from their site, Uh, but he doesn't. And in fact, he apologizes to them and promotes them and is very cordial to these people that he supposedly hates. Right. And... I don't get the sense that he is not a right-wing guy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, everything I've read and, about him and from him points to him being a right-wing guy. Same with Mark Zuckerberg, who is a college-age entrepreneur who created one of the largest businesses in the history of mankind. Right. And there's no way that that guy is not conservative. That is just yeah. not how that works. He yeah, that's the thing with rich people. A
1: lot of them – Yeah.
0: He definitely hates taxes and loves quote personal liberty, right? And it's just like these guys aren't liberal. <laughs> Maybe their employees are. They're probably a lot of liberal people
2: working. I could at these, see that, but for like, sure. well, they can also be fiscally conservative, and then but I, at the same like how progressive would, in terms of social. I'm not but, saying it's the case for those. No, two. but I
0: mean like if you're fiscally conservative, then your impacts have not anti progressive impacts. The, the, like your views on your fiscal, on the fiscal side, affect the social side. Right. So to be fiscally conservative these days is to just be conservative.
1: Right. So it's just like... And when you get into the programs fiscally conservative types want to cut... They it's want to not, cut
0: anything that aids homeless people or people yeah. of color or poor people.
1: It's just another way of being the other kind of exactly. conservative. It's, it's being But conservative, sounding smart about it.
0: Well, and fitting in with your maybe liberal social groups. Right. Who right. might not want to associate with you if you were honest about your ideas. Right. And so the idea that these people are should admit, just admit. That they're liberal. You should just admit it. We
1: all know. It's like, no, that's ridiculous. I don't think
0: that that's even the case.
1: Yeah, and they, like, with the Alex Jones thing, like, they kind of did that. Yeah, sure. They were just like, yeah, we don't want your views here. Get the fuck out. But, and yeah, but it's like, also like you were saying, like, they
0: also, he also violated their terms of use over and over and over again. With yeah. No regard for them.
2: So. But again, yeah. the reason he is popular is it's an unintended consequence of the algorithms. And also, like, the media is. Why Yahoo and CNN and, and Fox and why is he routinely on their homepage a story it's about him? Stop empowering him. Yeah. Stop giving him credibility.
1: Yeah. You I mean, shouldn't
2: know the name Alex we, Jones. He should be this guy that has, like, a couple thousand crazies about him. Unfortunately, one of it. his
0: big fans is now the president of the United States. And so. He's got credibility. Like, he doesn't – he's not credible. Right. want to be clear. Don't like Alex Jones. But, like, he is a person that you have to know in order to understand so many things about – Right. Our modern political scene. Yeah, I don't. It I don't, sucks. It's I don't awful.
1: I always agree with the don't give him a platform, don't even mention him idea because I think you're right. In the case of someone like Alex Jones, it is important to know who's out
2: there riling people up yeah. and what that person is I saying. Mean, it's but tricky. is the point of the article to inform people or to further rile people right. up? Right. I mean, like, I think that that's one of the. Sometimes
1: people should be aspects. riled up. It's just one of those things where it's like. Sometimes a person says something that you should be riled up about.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because there is. An, I I understand. I don't think that he needs a. Platform outside of his own website Is the thing like other if he Does something that's newsworthy and Being like so close To the president is newsworthy I think that that's fine to report on but like That doesn't mean that companies have to Host him on their platforms Or whatever like the internet Shut down the daily stormer Uh, Not the internet that's it's not a company (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember Which uh, which media company Shut down the daily stormer but like They have to like operate in you know digital backrooms. rooms and yeah shit now instead of you know just having a dot-com address yeah uh you know so we, like these are things that can be done uh we still would have to know who alex jones is because it's an unfortunate aspect of the modern world right you have to know who this guy is but
1: and i think the concern uh a lot of people on the left and uh, a concern i would have is that that's it kind of like with the daily stormer thing and the alex jones thing like there's always these things that happen in history that set precedents that you don't really realize you're setting mm-hmm. and what's hap- what happens to sites like those if the government decides to start intervening and in regulating facebook yeah. that could start happening to the left oh yeah i don't think that that should happen
0: <laughs> right. i don't think that uh i don't think that government
1: uh Control over those sorts of things is good. Right. What they're low key doing is just normalizing hate speech. Yeah. Yeah. And bringing the idea of being able to openly hate certain groups of people.
0: It's just considered a viewpoint now.
1: Right. Right. Which is not normal. Like, that's so fucked up. It's like, hear out their racist ideas. And, like, no. Like, we've. We already made that decision in history and now we're just... We had
0: a big war about it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and now we're just kind of regressing to the point where it's like, well, shouldn't they be allowed to just openly hate? No, No. that's why we have hate crime laws and like we've addressed the difference between just having a viewpoint and espousing hatred in a very dangerous way. And also,
2: on social media, if you say everyone deserves an equal platform, well, when you have very hateful viewpoints, it those viewpoints get far more reach and far more engagement yeah. than somebody that's like, if you just posted, "Hey, I think all people should be treated the same" on Facebook. I'm like, whatever people might like it, but if you're like, actually, I'm not going to use an example because no, I know like, what yeah, will happen right. with that I song. Mean, <laughs> but I, am not going to have that isolated. It's going to be on me. the soundboard forever. Then <laughs> uh, people wouldn't. People would jump all over that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It, I. I, w- I
1: wish. Social media just never happened. It would be so dope. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's if so we so could cool. just unring that bell. if the cutoff point? It sucks
2: because like prior to MySpace, but still, never AOL, like, none. But like AOL chat rooms, like fuck a that- chat room. Yeah, it's just that. How would we have met? Twitter
0: that, could. Twitter has so much potential to do. So good things like we see that potential in the arab spring and these sorts of things where it's right it's one of the most revolutionary communication tools in human history and the fact that it has been overrun and totally corrupted by these uh extremists these far-right act you know extremists uh from all around the world not just from america right. but like from sweden and uh turkey and all these places it's just it's so depressing. Yeah. From a usability
2: <laughs> standpoint, I know this is censoring free speech, but if you just if Twitter made it a rule, you get up to three tweets a day. And that's that it. would be fine. That's not censoring free speech. That like
0: the government can censor free speech. That's it. Like it's not limiting free speech to say you can only
1: tweet. So many times a day. Yeah. there's nowhere written. Yeah, you got to think of Twitter as a as a building. Because
2: that's like part of the yeah in,
1: yeah. If you walked into the building version of Twitter, oh my god! Like they could be like, hey, you can say three things, and yeah. then we'll fucking kick you out.
2: And you, th- those are just the laws of that building. There should be a second part built into free speech. I don't know how you would enforce it. But like free speech, and you have to listen to people. So, like, I guess that's the issue with Twitter. Like, people can spout all day and not. Actually, listen. It's just these lengthy monologues and no true dialogues. It's people monologuing at each other. I feel
1: like I feel like you're romanticizing dialogue at this point in history because there's no one like who do you want to have dialogue with right now?
2: I'm talking historically up until this point, like it's very broken,
1: right? Yeah, but we're at this point now. So
2: I mean, I think you have to have. I think. I think liberals have to reach across and conservatives have to reach across. Like, we still all live in the same country, live in the same cities. And, like, I sent you that pic last week. There's still people, even in LA, that have, you know, make America great bumper stickers. Right. So, you
1: just out, we just need to outvote them. There's nothing we're going to say to those people that's going to change their minds. If
0: elections happen.
1: Right. (laughs) If we have elections again, we just need to outvote those people. There's no dialogue to be had. With someone who still supports Trump at this point Definitely
0: not. And then going beyond that to the people who, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's so hard to separate Trump supporter from Nazi at this point, you know? It really is. Because it's like when you break down, even if they don't, even if they're nice or whatever, I have a hard time imagining it. But like, you know, I'm from a red state. And so I can understand how someone might vote for Trump. But when you actually break down the policies that they vote for and the things that they support, it's like this is not good. Like this is yeah. this is just not reasonable political dialogue. <laughs> this is right.
2: I mean, I know it might not be a large percentage of Trump voters, but I still think they're I mean, I know firsthand that you can have a conversation with a Trump voter and change their mind and help them it's not telling them what to think, it's helping them be better in their own critical thinking skills,
1: but that's going to be so few and far between. Yeah. And we're at a point where we can't take it that slowly. Like we can't hope to. He's already in office. <laughs> yeah, we can't go out and start hoping to change the hearts. I guess and minds all I'm saying Trump is, supporters. if I come
2: across a, a Trump supporter, I'm not going to not have a conversation. Oh, I am not going to have a... Con- I mean, but I'm also I mean, an can-
0: Arab
1: trans woman, so it's like a whole different story for me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, can, we can talk, but I'm not going to entertain your ideas about why Trump is good. Like, I can form pro-Trump opinions on my own i stick up <laughs> for space force all the time i don't think a lot like. of people have
2: I, I don't think a lot of trump supporters have pro-Trump opinions they just have anti Hillary opinions and anti-whatever I mean, well, fuck opinion. those motherfuckers yeah too. also that's that, worse that's
1: so dumb like yeah it, like that that's a an argument i hate is what well not all trump supporters are racist yeah but you still voted for one because it's so what's the difference it, my thing is I have no problem talking to people who I disagree
0: with and getting into discussions and like having reasonable discussions with these people, but also anyone like I mean that's what liberals are <laughs> like yeah liberal no liberals can even agree on what the weather is like right. on a given day like n- liberals don't agree with each other on anything and like Balkan. exactly you motherfucker it's insane <laughs> but like. Yeah, is uh, you know, so I've got no problem talking to people, but the problem, the difference is when I talk to a when I talk to a liberal that I disagree with, uh, which is a lot of them, uh, it at least starts on the foundation of we both know that I'm a person, right? Exactly. Like I I deserve rights and and you know I think that we both think that the same kind that people are people, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like it, once we start getting past that point. Uh, Where we're getting into, like, yeah, I just can't even begin a dialogue with someone if those thing, those set agreements on reality
2: aren't in terms. That's fair and valid. I just don't. For me personally, like, I'm not going. Like, I think if there's a Trump supporter and there's an opportunity to have a conversation, like, fuck you, you're fucking racist. Like, even though internally I I feel that way.
1: I talk to Trump supporters all the time. It's just. I'm not going to engage in a back-and-forth political debate with a motherfucker whose overarching platform ideals are, well, some people aren't really people. Yeah. And even the people who are people, sometimes we're better than those people, <laughs> and like I just- we deserve a little bit more than that. It's like, you signed on to that shit. I don't care if you have the blues about how our trade deals are working out in the world. You voted for a fucking racist. Wait for the motherfucker who doesn't hate brown people, who also, doesn't hate trans people. Wait for that motherfucker to come into office and vote Trump's, for him.
0: Trump's trade deals have sucked.
1: Yes. He's not good at
0: the stuff that they say that he's good at.
1: And he's bad at bla- like I agree NAFTA's a bad thing, but it's mostly because of Canada. Yeah. But you're both speaking
2: from very well-informed viewpoints and my argument <laughs> is there oh, are people that don't haven't been exposed to well-informed viewpoints. I and mean, they but an obligation there, if you have the opportunity to do so, to do so.
0: Sure. I just, again, I know a lot of dumb people. I'm one of them. But, like, yeah, I just, uh, I can't deal with a dumb person who also
1: is uh, hating people. Yeah,
0: but, I don't know. It's tough. Like, yeah, there's no real political discourse right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we could talk trade deals, I guess, but <laughs> you still voted for a racist, and I'm going <laughs> to hold it against you as the country burns.
2: But I guess those conversations we're having aren't about. Trade deals. It's about like, okay, what do you really think this guy stands for? Like, why? Why did you hate Hillary? So that's much? the why? thing that I always
0: find interesting is what do you think that your guy stands for? <laughs> right, because he doesn't seem to stand but for seems- much. And that's why I think
2: sometimes then people kind of talk to themselves like, oh wait, maybe I don't really like this guy. Maybe I think people I aren't. With I, I think people aren't honest when. That's why I'm say saying why when, they're voting. So when you, so like you right. can have an
0: honest they're conversation, ne- they're definitely not going to be honest with with some fucking lib. Is how they would see it. Like they're not
2: gonna admit their flaws. On social media, no, but in person in one on one dialogue, I I maybe I'm just more optimistic. I mean, it's cool if you
1: get a motherfucker to go, oh, I hate women and brown people, and that's why I voted. I mean, I would appreciate that if it were just if there was intellectual
0: honesty about their prejudices, I I would be
1: fine with that. I don't need their fucking honesty now. I just need Trump out of office. Yeah. That's all.
2: I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate to my own normal. Stance here on the network. uh I just i i don't think it's all Trump. So I I get where you you know if you don't want to be tied to a racist, yeah, don't hash- do racist. I get shit.
1: hashtag not all Trump supporters, <laughs> man. But they still fucking voted for one. Yeah, like like make that any other you situation. To- like the fucking Clippers owner said a bunch of racist shit. Like a lot of people were probably like, yeah, but the Clippers are doing pretty well right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't support him because he's racist. I support him as a good general manager. Well, so the fuck what? You still want the racist general manager to keep his job.
2: I'm yeah. say if, if if your response is, you know, fuck you, you voted for racist, you're a racist, fuck you. Like, you're only reinforcing people's poorly informed views rather good, than getting they them don't, to think differently. They
0: don't need... That to be, they only need me to have. I'm that not be these reinforced. motherfuckers' life coach, man. I, and also, I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in. I feel like it's dishonest to avoid that stuff. Also, like to just be like, well, okay, sure, you voted for a racist, but we can look past that for. Yeah, ready. yeah. Uh, That's
1: what I need explained first. Yeah. How did you justify voting for a blatant racist? Just because you have thoughts on Hillary Clinton. Sure. I get it. I'm no fan of Hillary Clinton. I still voted yeah. for her. Because right. I'm... I did too. I, she's not a racist. I mean, you know, she, she's probably racist. Well, a I mean, racist, yeah. But like <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, I, I, I do talk to Trump supporters. I just... I don't like... I have Trump supporters on my podcasts all the time. Yeah. Like, people... Like, Trump supporters would have you believe that this is just a big liberal circle jerk but it definitely is not i have people with alternate viewpoints on my podcasts and i do talk to these people but i'm not like seeking out these conversations in real life like if a motherfucker's wiling out on social media about a bunch of pro-trump shit i'm not gonna jump in there and try to talk to him and find out hey hey buddy why do you feel this way it's like i know why you feel this way someone's got a pro-trump bumper sticker
0: on their car I got no reason to talk to this person. Yeah,
1: Like, I'm not going to engage with that person
2: just because I think I'm... That's fine.
1: You don't have to. I guess
2: what I take issue with is you saying that, like, fuck any of them, those conversations. No, I say, how how many
1: times do I have to repeat that I talk to Trump Uh supporters all the time? That's clearly not what the fuck I'm saying. I've said that two or three times now. I'm
2: saying off the podcast, like if I, I guess the way I'm interpreting what you're saying is like, don't Who
1: are waste you expecting I'm going to be talking to, man?
2: I don't know. Maybe we just have... Like, I chopped it ones. up
1: with a Trump-supporting Uber driver once or like, twice. Don't you oh, have, have defi-
2: Trump-supporting family members that you talk
1: to about this shit at all? I barely talk to any of my okay. family. You want to get into that on this podcast? I don't necessarily. Jesus <laughs> I just
2: don't know. Like, my dad, the sold yeah, a house when really you go live home. In. You just don't have these conversations? I don't talk to any of my family okay. who would have voted for Trump. When I go home to
1: rural okay, Wisconsin, I tell them Cam Newton's should win mvp and that's all i need all the entertainment i mean i have a weird while wearing your Kaepernick Kaepernick jersey because then then i just get to hear them rail like vent all their racist shit over like while the packers are playing (laughs) (laughs) like that's good enough for me i don't need to talk to fucking uncle gary and try and convince him why he shouldn't vote for trump motherfucker knows why he shouldn't vote for trump and he does it anyway like he you like why? What I mean I guess that's what we're for... gonna
2: disagree. You think he knows why he shouldn't vote for Trump. I don't know your Uncle Garrett, but I think there are people that don't know why they shouldn't vote for Trump. That's all I'm like That's their fault, man.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's it yeah, I I just am very happy to be like I moved to LA to live in a liberal bubble. Like I to not talk to people who might support a Donald Trump. Right. And I'm taking full advantage of that and i'm not
2: saying go out your way to seek them out just saying one opportunity for them if it
0: happens i i mean i haven't met a trump supporter since it since it happened and i don't know what would happen i can't say i can't say for sure and to give
1: you an example of how that often turns out my mom who did not vote for trump she's an old woman lives in rural wisconsin she had a friend who did vote for trump and because my mom didn't vote for Trump, they have been lifelong friends. And because my mom did not vote for Trump, that woman stopped talking to her yeah. altogether. So I, I also reject the idea that it's just people on the left who don't yes. want to hear Trump supporters. I'm not out. saying it's, it's just people to, on the left. that. Why? I, well, just, what the fuck are you saying? saying like, why? What, do you, what do you want me to talk to these motherfuckers about? I'm not saying you Get have to one talk one in to them. the room and let's chat.
2: I, I don't know what to add here. Like, I'm not... I'm not trying to necessarily change your mind i just i don't
1: you're making the dog yes the dog is sad get over here puppy it's
0: fine uh yeah i don't know man it's it's one of those. like i think if you are in a position where you feel comfortable talking to trump supporters and having a reasonable discussion with them then i think that's great i think you should do that but like, yeah, for it's just it's not. Well, let's say always- next election,
2: Bernie Sanders wins. He gets seventy million votes. Trump loses. He gets sixty-five million votes. There's still sixty-five million people that voted for Trump. Yeah, and I don't think the fucking liberals. We won. Fuck you, motherfucker. Because it's just gonna be a pendulum that goes back and forth. Where yeah, no, have the to- country is doomed. So how do you? But how do you get away from that? Even if the liberals you win, it, it still is a very polarized country. Yeah. So I'm interested in how you fucking get away from the extremes, which I think is in part talking about how you change social media because social media promotes extremes on both ends. And how do you get to more of a place of moderation and more of a place of a reasonable dialogue, which social media is does not reward. reasonable. I dialogue legitimately think that
0: reasonable dialogue is dead Uh, that. It, the era of any sort of cross aisle uh, agreement is dead, uh, and that our country is in its dying throes. Like that's fine well,
2: that it's dead. Well, it's not fine that it's dead. But <laughs> what, where I wouldn't, and I don't know if this is what you're saying or not. Where I'm not okay with that is it's dead and it's not possible to ever exist again.
0: I mean, I'm I'm willing for that for my mind to be changed on that, but like as it stands right now i have a hard time seeing it coming
1: back i mean we have reasonable dialogue about a lot of things yeah, in this country i think it's just when it comes to i think it's really hard to have reasonable dialogue about an unreasonable point right which is where the majority of trump supporters are starting from is a very unreasonable point which is that oh my whatever my issue was is more important than the fact that our president openly hates certain groups of people and wants their quality of life to be diminished or wants them expelled from the country. It's hard to not go back to that, no matter what they want to talk about. And I refuse to believe... Like Maybe there's one or two, but most people know Trump is about that. Because if you go back to the weeks leading up to the campaign... A lot of the support for him was, man, he really says what he feels. He really talks what's on his mind. Yeah. Motherfuckers heard him say this shit and still voted That's for him. That's what they like about him. And I I completely reject the idea that there are people now in the country going, what? He's a racist? <laughs> all I like in my bubble, all we heard was trade yeah, talk. No, it's, no well, you didn't. The
0: reaction is now, oh, well, he's not a racist. Just because he yeah. says racist things and has racist policies. Yeah.
1: They're not concentration camps. They're
2: detention centers. So what do you do with all those people? When, when, I don't say know. When win the next election? I legitimately, I have because no answers. Because I view win the next election, like that's, that's a great, significant step uh, in the right direction and kind of course correcting, but it's still a band-aid if yeah. the election
0: goes the I other way I think we're literally going to have, uh, the country's going to dissolve and there's going to be some sort of conflict because... The extreme, like not just the extremes, but like the entire spectrum of political thought has been stretched,
2: and and, and that twist. is largely in part be- social media has provided the avenue for that to happen. So let's That's just definitely get a part rid of, of it. social media. But, okay, so if there wasn't social media, back to, uh, to how we, some I don't know exactly how we got into this, but your idea about of politics of <laughs> social media, like if it never happened, let's say social, like I mean, I think we would still, I think
0: it would be less extreme than it is right now at this time but we would still be on the same path let's say to the this.
2: internet progress stop progressing in 1997 so you had AOL, you had you had text based sites you didn't really have video i mean uh you did, google was never a thing social media was never a thing how different do, how does that change politics i know it's uh there's no real way to know but like I would think, okay, a Trump never gets elected, but I also would argue, would a Barack Obama ever get elected? Yeah, I personally
0: think that we would, I mean, maybe. Here's the thing. It didn't take social media to elect George W. Bush, and he is the one who is uh, hugely responsible for most of the shit that's happening, especially when it comes to the dialogue in this country. Yeah. And the way that the political spectrum is totally warped. And the way the reason like our country is so far to the right of center right now, like as the the quote Overton window, which is not a term I like, but like yeah. it's it is so far to the right that even liberals don't understand what liberalism is. And so that might be less so with social media. Like we might still be in, say like uh 2008 or 2012 like levels of of vitriol or whatever right because it wouldn't have spread so far so fast but george w bush is i mean you know after 9-11 he put in place the patriot act which made life a living hell for people like me and it you know he put he started all these illegal wars and really pushed the dialogue in an awful direction that we have not ever recovered from right and so maybe without social media like i said it, w- it, w- it might be slower but i feel like this has been inevitable for at least most of my life uh uh it's just do you think
2: the conversation going that way though it, it kind of acts as a pendulum where it, that empowers people to have more progressive conversations no than otherwise happens?
0: i don't think that that's how it works I, that's not yeah. how far right works it 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 like i said it pushes it 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 pushes everything to the right And so when we get a liberal president in, like if we had Hillary Clinton go in, she would still be a conservative president. She would be less conservative than Donald Trump. And if we had Bernie Sanders in, he would be a conservative president because he is running for the president of the United States, a conservative country. And so I – yeah, I don't think that there's any swinging it back – As America exists right now. I don't think there's any swinging it back to a progressive end.
1: The only... The thing is, this group we're talking about, like, can we some... I don't know if we're wanting to, like, incorporate them into everyday life or something, but fucking nationalists have known this moment was coming. Yeah. Like, they've they've always... been preparing for years. It's no surprise to them that people oppose their viewpoints, and it shouldn't come as any surprise. We held fucking massive trials very public trials to let the world know that this is a viewpoint that we don't favor but they've known this moment was coming where they would be in the spotlight and have to uh pretend like this is reasonable dialogue that the country should be having the left like a lot of people who aren't nationalists probably thought that was never coming back that's part of
0: the problem with the left is that it's an inherently optimistic political view right and so it is difficult for people on the left to really i think fully grasp how dire the situation
1: yes yes
2: like this is this is bad like it's not it's not it's not chitter chat time time. what is the outcome aside from like you're saying the country's just dying like even yeah doesn't, it I, doesn't matter I literally i don't know i mean i'm no
0: expert on i'm no They're genius no, but I think like you're informed in but your yeah opinions. no i mean but but like gibberish? no but what i mean is i i don't really i don't i don't know what any altru- <clears throat> like, yeah, like i would do you- hope that a smart person might come up with a like a better system but also i know that i'm not capable of thinking of A new system for the country.
1: Like There are the the country doesn't need anything new. There are more not Nazis in the country than there are Nazis. But all it takes is a third man. I know, that's but thing and we, ch- we have a third. Like, We don't really have any choice but to try and outvote them. And I don't know, like, are you asking like what's going to change all the Nazis' minds and make them not Nazis? Like, I'm
2: saying, how do you handle that? Like, this ties into you the don't. social media yeah. conversation. You, do, no, you I don't. You don't. That's because does social media? I'm not saying there aren't. Uh, I mean, one Nazi is too many Nazis. I'm not saying there aren't thousands, tens of thousands, yeah. maybe hundreds of thousands of Nazis. But does social media? does it make it appear as if there are far more Nazis than there are to, like, empower this movement? I think— And does it recruit substantially? Like, without social media, does that slow or kill the recruitment of of these growing movements?
0: I think it might be giving—like, it definitely gives, I think, liberals like us, it might give us the impression that there are more white supremacists out there than there actually are. But I think what it's actually doing is showing us how many white supremacists there have— Always been in America, and now they have a uh, like it. You know, in the same way that Twitter has given minorities a, a voice and finally an equal voice in the country, uh, it's also unveiled this thing that has been there for years and years and years. And I mean, since World War II, right? And it's just kind of over, since before that, since the Civil War. I mean, it's just kind of unveiling these people who have had. These ideas who have had these ideas passed down from generation to generation to generation but who have had to stay in the shadows because they haven't had an anonymous uh, forum in which to spread them around. Right. And then they've used this anonymous forum to then convert more people who don't have the generations of of background. And, I, yeah, it's really
1: (laughs) depressing. But that could happen on the left, too. Like you could you like you could argue that Facebook is probably used to regroup recruit <clears throat> people to progressive ideas also Facebook, I mean, you <laughs> could in theory, yeah like theoretically, be, yeah,
0: in, I, I mean, a lot of stuff could happen
1: in theory, yeah, right. but I'm like I'm not opposed to just shutting Facebook down. like i yeah, I wouldn't want the government to do it, but I feel like
0: if they had any sort of conscience, yeah, I'd they re- would do it themselves.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think it has as much value
2: to society as we make it out to be. I think yeah. it's Facebook specifically. Or are you saying all social media? Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram. I think Twitter. I think LinkedIn. The thing that bothers me about <laughs> Twitter
0: s- is I think it has value. I'm, I, s- I'm saying Facebook primarily. Facebook has
1: no value, especially anymore. Uh, I just, I don't think. Like, Facebook basically brought a lot of people together who didn't need to be brought together, be yeah. it the motherfuckers you went to high school with or people on both sides of the political aisle finally getting to be in the same room. Like, ugh, we don't need to be in the same room every yeah. fucking day hearing each other out every fucking day. But it's also
2: warping people's viewpoints who would otherwise well, better practice they critical also, They also critical active, if, actively manipulate your emotions. Yes. Well, that's that, and that's... But what the, I'm getting into of like part of how you would change that if you wanted Facebook and social media in general to not lead into that is to create a world where your data isn't mined or manipulated. I mean, and yeah. the only way you do that is you get rid of ads, you get rid of the incentive to monetize data, and it's a paid service. But then, oh well, but no then one there would use people people Facebook if it was paid. It. Uh, yeah, but you also, couldn't pay me to use Facebook yeah. right now. But it's like <laughs> remember the late '90s, early 2000s. Pay ninety nine cents for music? That's fucking insane! Yeah. I'm no, I am mean, going to get everything for free off and Netflix. I think that like I think it's too late for <laughs>
0: Facebook. I think Facebook is it's like in its late stage now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I mean, one in four Americans. And oh see, no! What I saying. mean, it's definitely... one in four Americans. Almost half of millennials deleted Facebook in wake of their privacy scandals. At least the apps off their phone. Not yeah. Necessarily that and mentioned.
1: I think the privacy scandals almost pale in comparison to the like the social experiments. Yeah. They run on people like I wrote. I had I put it in the the notes. I wrote an article. Oh, that was you about yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Ooh, I don't that know handsome who, motherfucker. Who, was. That <laughs> handsome dude who wrote that article for Vandal Press was. But Facebook actively manipulates your emotions, yeah. Like, and they do it with the intent of making their platform more addictive, and that's exactly what we went after tobacco companies yeah. over. So. That would be an interesting angle to to tackle social media through. Yeah, and
0: I think that is how it should be regulated. I would like to see... Anyone other than Jeff Sessions uh, tackle that? Yeah, well, it's hard to regulate really though too
2: enough. because the whole thing of like if you completely stripped of it, stripped of any addictive properties, no one would use it. Go, well, fine, yeah, that's fine. I think.
0: But also, and again, like less people would
1: smoke if smoking wasn't not addictive. But it does kind of come back to capitalism,
0: like just the way that they're. You know, you got to make as much money as you can, and okay, so we're going to sell the data, we're going to do all these experiments, we're going to make it more addictive, we're going to do, 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 and with no regard for the impact right? of it. Which and, is and maybe,
2: not a healthy way to run anything. Maybe that's fine in a vacuum, but people are just – there's going to be something else that's going to exploit those sides uh, those parts of people, or people needing something. Yeah, to distract but that's never been a uh,
0: that's never been a great argument for
1: yeah no regulation because there's always going to
2: be. I'm not saying somewhere. no regulation. I'm just no, saying no, no, like, I you, I, I, like if there's,
0: there's a
1: if there's a bear in your house, you don't not shoot it because another bear might show up someday. Why don't so shoot it why because not? I don't <laughs> own a gun. Why not just have this bear in the house and you know cut out the middleman? Guns
2: don't kill bears. People kill bears.
1: But Can I like get that on a shirt? Yes, I'm sure it exists. <laughs> But I feel like it's the same – like just the idea that, oh, well, something else will replace it. Yeah, and maybe that thing that will replace it will be better.
2: I maybe. think fa- – I'm not saying Facebook gets too much heat, but I think Facebook is the easy scapegoat and you should be holding Google to just as high of a standard. Like Google, oh, Gmail. Everyone has Gmails, free. Oh, G-Track. Yeah. I can store my photos for free. You're no. fucking being mined for everything. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I think, but
1: what does Google do? To make me not want to leave my inbox once I get one email. (laughs) Like, I've never searched for something. That's a really
0: valid difference. I've never searched
1: for something on Google and been like, I cannot stop searching for things on Google. I've been Googling for the last eight hours. I haven't even left my bed. (laughs) But Facebook, on the other hand, actively tries to make that the case. And that's why they deserve more heat than the other companies. And also,
0: Google needs heat.
1: I, I think that it's totally yeah. fair to also like be like,
0: and also Google, hey, show your role. But like the chill fact out. that
2: you don't, okay, if you're like, and
0: Google.
1: also a. a- big difference there. You could always just use Bing or Yahoo or whatever. Like, what's your Facebook alternative?
0: Yeah, because Twitter's like a whole different service.
2: Yeah. Well, with Google, I'd say, like, what's go- well, if your argument's like, what's Google doing? There's nothing addictive there. That, to me, is almost more concerning than Facebook because, okay, then what are they doing? How are we they... We know what they're doing. Power? Oh, they're, yeah.
1: They're selling our data. We I know definitely, that. like I said, I don't so think, is Facebook.
0: I don't think that we should just assume that just because Google isn't making something addictive, we shouldn't, we should just give them no scrutiny it's just like yeah it, i think just like with with drugs there are levels of yeah. of what's acceptable and what isn't
2: be interesting to see what they do in china what do you mean google or yeah they're building like a secret search engine
1: oh i mean they'll they'll just play by the chinese government's rules yeah they uh... just like they did in russia last week they blocked uh, a bunch of putin's main opponents videos and i assume you they think really? that's bad right i didn't hear what that. i assume you think that's bad
2: right it, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, Putin's pretty. But you I do you not see that same thing happening with government, especially Trump administration, regulating social media to. I don't think the Trump administration should regulate social media. But I want to put happens, that out there. I mean, what wh- I guess if we were all on the table here. Like what is for each of us kind of what's the ideal solution right now? I I think we should all just stop using Facebook. That would be really nice. I have a book
1: you can read on it that helps. I already stopped. <laughs> I don't need a book to tell me. I'm talking to you, the
2: listener, not you, Adam. Everyone.
1: Oh. Well, you're looking at him. Tweet at chat and ask to borrow his book.
2: I haven't been on Twitter
1: in six or seven
2: So, <laughs> but yeah, I don't.
1: Yeah, we got way off. Yeah, course. We kind of course. It's a news and politics podcast. Yeah, we're talking about politics and news I mean, podcast.
2: We talked about politics and news. Yeah, we talked about, and we did
0: touch on a lot of this stuff, like Wood regulating social media. I think pretty much everything we talked about, even
2: if it seems like off the rails, all ties into Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I do agree that, you know, Facebook needs some regulation. They've kind of admitted that they can't do it on their own. So,
0: But it's all in the motivation. It's like, what is prompting you to, to do this regulating? And that's where right. we falter when it comes to Jeff Sessions well, wanting to do all this Like, stuff. I think
2: one thing that – I mean this is outside of social media too that needs to stop happening is mergers and super large companies buying out their competition. Like Instagram, it's awful that it was bought and, by Facebook. And by the way, when I mentioned that
1: Google took down this these videos for Russia, if I can explain that a little more – I actually don't think the rule they claim they were following is a bad rule, which is that in Russia, you have to stop campaigning 24 hours before the election starts. Oh, man. Imagine. Imagine if our campaigns were like... And that's not inherently a bad rule. The problem was these videos they took down did not actually pertain to the election that was happening. So in that case, that's, that's an example of a regulation that I think doesn't sound like a terrible yeah. idea. Yeah, totally. Like, no campaigning for 24 hours before the election? I don't know. Sure. What we, about
2: an election w- where you can only campaign for 24 hours?
0: And I am 100% uh, in favor of that. I think it's great,
1: or not twenty, maybe not twenty four hours, but like a week, maybe. Or make everyone campaign together, like they used to yeah, do back like, in the day, where you just all get on the same. Or do what in Britain
0: does, and it's like you get six months, and it's like we're gonna just do the campaigning now. We got six months before the election, and we're gonna just gonna do all this. You're gonna hear all the voices, or we're gonna do yeah. whatever, and then you're gonna vote, and then it's
2: done. And then we don't deal with it. We won't reach across aisle. Like uh, I was reading something like McCain, it, when he was running for president, he considered reaching out to to Joe Lieberman as his running mate. I remember of, like caving up, then a, he picks
1: Sarah Palin. I'm John McCain made a lot of bad decisions.
2: <laughs> but he made them independently. <laughs> uh, mm. But yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm not saying I'm not saying it because it's about McCain. I'm saying like is there a is there a world in which a progressive liberal could run and then choose a running mate that would maybe sway some conservatives that are like fuck crazy town i want to get back to a a world of just like where facts are facts i
0: mean yeah i i I mean anything's possible but also running mates i think i think everyone kind of realizes that running mates don't really matter when it comes to policy like no one was voting for mike pence
1: no not even Mike Pence. I
0: mean, I lived under Mike Pence as governor for a while, and no one, no one would vote for Mike Pence. Yeah,
1: Mike Pence was bad times.
2: Could be our president though. So, sure, uh, yeah, he might be regulating social media. Good thing. So, this is fun. Yeah, it's a fun podcast.
1: I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. It was, it was I good. Got my
0: blood pressure going early
1: yeah. in the morning. I'm got okay. Fired with it. up. Yeah. Are we ending? Me and Are Chet had a wrestling in interlude. that like it's, is going to yeah. just be cut out. I'm uh, sorry. Said, why?
2: But... Why? Uh, people. People were like, Ah, Chet needs to speak up more.
1: I do. And then.
2: And then and Adam then hits Adam him gets... with <laughs> a
1: table over it. <laughs> sorry, I paid Power thirty dollars for man. that
2: table. We're all victims here. You know what? You <laughs> know why I'm so antsy today? These goddamn armless chairs. I, like I got it. nothing to do with my arms. I'm just angry about it. Yeah, I would you're just now like to
0: say as someone with a ample ass. Uh, I am, I love it.
1: Yeah, people. Almost everyone else is on.
0: Board I have with the no new ass, and I need
2: arms I got... for my arms. Neither
1: does Connor McSpadden. He was practically <laughs> sleeping in that chair. Well, I got yesterday. big old You want me and
2: Connor on the same pod and see what happens? Never Try It was sitting sitting in requested one of those
1: this chairs league.
0: you had downstairs, and I was like, "Oh, this is not."
1: Yeah. Good. Yeah, David Bell described them as torture chairs. <laughs> yeah,
0: it felt like I was uh, getting some I mean, emergency weight while
1: I was like those chairs.
2: Could we just take the arms off those chairs and
1: put no, them on they those, would they would no fall apart. It looks like I think. Well, well, how about you just legs. bring your own chair every time? I literally
2: time. donated
0: four chairs to the podcast. Those
1: were too big for this studio. And they were so comfy. Too big for this studio.
0: Yeah, there's not like oh, a ton yeah. of space, man.
1: We need all these tables. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Armless chairs available on Amazon.com right now for the low, low price of just $40 each. They're a oh. cinch to put together, yeah. and they will class up any podcast studio.
2: You can hit swi- the
1: swivel around in them. Hit the link on our website. Now, when you order them, <laughs> if they're like a
2: $10 upgrade to add arms... I didn't want arms. But if I could just go order the arms parts for this model f- and bring the... And instead of having to bring a whole chair with me. I could just bring chair arms. Like, that's a reasonable compromise. That you would compromise. assemble every time? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I want you to find arms for these chairs. I- you-, you know full fucking well I'll do this. You I know I will do this. I don't think
0: that it's even an option. I was- It doesn't there's seem no, like There's it. no, like, space for them underneath.
2: <laughs> I it- I'm glad we're focusing on the
1: real issues yeah. now. Maybe there's portable chair arms Use out there. Use the code UNPOPS15
2: at checkout to get 15% off <laughs> your armless chairs. <laughs> or pay full price and get free chair arms. What? <laughs> if you pay full price for a chair, they'll throw it. Yeah, in you chair should get some branded
1: free. UNPOPS chair arms. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> and then I'll just send them out to fans and not yeah. give Chet any. What uh-huh. are me and my chairs having in with? Hey, common. shout we out both to the air arms. conditioner up here. It's working way yeah. better, right? What?
0: Fuck yeah. Okay, here's. Okay, I know we're wrapping up, but here's an idea. Mm-hmm. What if there was like like a thing that was like a piece of U shaped metal that you would like sit on on the chair and it would have arms that come up on You'd the chair? You have to put
2: padding over it? Yeah. It'd have yeah, to yeah. have its
0: own pa- okay. I think it would this be is, like
2: a padded bar. You know what? I think and this exists. I saw this on I saw it, this, on, on, I and saw this got shark arms- tank. Yeah. On
0: your chair, but then you'll have to assemble well, it. It's a
2: thing that you take to, um... yeah, sharks. So like, like, to to like football games with bleachers, and it's yeah, 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 it's yeah. like a pad, but also has a back and armchair. Right, yeah, I'm so gonna like, get one of those and set that right on this fucking thing. Well, but then it wouldn't have; it, those don't have arms. Yeah, the the ones I did saw they have arms that pop up. Oh, well there you well, go.
1: Well, it's got it. Don't, don't it can't. It has to be like a. Favorable team. It like can't. Oh, Falcons? it's not
2: like they're not branded. Oh no, not- I
1: demand a branded one. Okay, I want. I think I mean- will get an
2: Atlanta Falcons. No, one. I want a <laughs>
1: Chicago Bulls one because it'll match the motif and
2: it's honest
1: to what about I the? I I'm not or-
2: leaving it here. It's like from- you're not going to see it. I'm going to be sitting on it and I'll take it home with me. You get the New, no, New Orleans. No, you're leaving it here. oh no, you said bring my own.
1: I hate this. <laughs> I
2: love this so much. It's the best pod hey, we've Patreon. done patreon.com
1: slash unpops. Also, check out the daily episodes of Unpopular Opinion. It's called Unpops Every Day. You can find it on iTunes and Google and Stitcher. And we're, you can also subscribe and get those episodes ad-free. And I might start making like a little extended version. I'll like edit some stuff out of the free one and then I'll leave it on. the If
2: you want to hear me get hit with a table by Adam. Yeah, check out the outtakes <laughs> for that. <laughs> Hey, this week, September 18th, the one-year anniversary of the greatest living room concert of all time. What will I do to commemorate it? I don't know. I guess I'll have to log into social media. Follow me and find out. Probably listen to some fastball. I mean, that's a
0: start. Uh, you can... Both. You can follow <laughs> <Why>? me... <laughs> Sorry, Olivia, go it's ahead. It's fine. Uh, I'm just doing my one plug. You can follow me on social she media. She just wants to do a plug. She just wants my, to go fishing. My one plug, please. Uh... I, speaking of social media, which we have totally done this entire hour, uh, you can find me on Twitter at hi there hi Darts, Um h a i d a r. I'm s- I'm so close to just staying at a thousand followers. I keep getting people blocking me. My my follower count's going nice. down, but I'm fine with it. But maybe that's how you quit social media—just alienating pancakes. one yeah. oh, at a time.
2: I am once I get down to zero, I quit. Best. <laughs> by the way, this is an eighty-five-minute podcast, so if this is one minute less than eighty-five, what what was the total? Oh, oh, 75 it, Yeah, we're we'll see we'll see how much is edited out by what the clock says right now. I could just edit out you saying that. Why? <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, let's get out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Chat, say goodbye. No,
2: you just edited it out anyways. Goodbye,
1: everybody. (laughs) We love you.